There is no right or wrong answer in how your sales channels are divided up. But what is important is that your sales channels are divided up. We are going inside Gift and Home, and I am your guide, Dawn Groters. This is where we will dig into sales, products, and business relationships for retailers, wholesale brands, and sales reps in the gift and home industry. With 20 plus years of experience as a buyer, sales rep, and now business owner, I am thrilled to be your guide providing tips, techniques, ideas, skills, and motivation on your journey to building a thriving business. So let's get started. If you were me, what would you do? That's a difficult question to answer, but it's a question I get asked frequently. And most of the time, it's in regard to sales channels. What sales channels should I invest my time, money, and resources in? The first part of my answer is, you need to do a deep dive analysis in your business to develop a sales strategy that will work well for your business. Every business is so different, so looking at your sales, your customers, and your strategies is really important. Now, I personally love doing this, and I know not everybody does, but I think it's important to take the time to do this analysis. Yes, this requires looking at several sales reports, sorting, filtering, adding in formulas and calculations to understand what is working, what is not working, where your business needs improvements, and where you're rocking it so you can lean more into that. The reality is, right now, that to maximize your sales, you have to utilize multiple sales channels in order to serve the most amount of your customers. You need more than one or two sales channels, and I recommend five sales channels. So in no particular order, I recommend these five sales channels. Trade shows, sales reps, inside sales, fair, and a wholesale website. Now, the reason I don't recommend these in any particular order is because the order preference depends on your sales analysis. Your business may have a higher percent of sales with sales reps, while another business may have a higher percentage of their business with FAIR. There is no right or wrong answer in how your sales channels are divided up, but what is important is that your sales channels are divided up. So here's a few reasons why. What if one channel goes down and all your eggs are in that one basket? In fact, we all experienced this a few years ago when COVID prevented us from attending trade shows. If you only have trade shows as your only sales channel, then you lost a tremendous amount of sales. What if FAIR is your only source of sales? Then if the site goes down or there's something that happens to that platform, then you miss those sales. And what if you lose your top sales reps due to job changes or retirement? And then once again, your sales are in jeopardy. If you have sales divided up into all five sales channels, then when something happens to one, you can rely on the other sales channels to pick up the slack. One of the biggest advantages of multiple sales channels is that you get to meet your customers where and how they want to order. If you have some customers that want to order online on the weekend, and you have other customers that want to order with their sales rep, and still other customers come to a show once a year and places orders for everything there, then you meet all three types of those customers how they wanted to order. To really maximize your sales, you have to meet more of your customers how and when they want to order. Now, I do want to break down each of the channels a little bit more in the next few episodes because I think each channel is so important. 
So let's start with trade shows because we are about seven weeks away from the start of trade show season. Trade shows are so important for wholesale vendors because it is the best opportunity for retailers to see the full line displayed in person. Vendors and sales reps can put their best foot forward with retailers, and they get to have in-person conversations, guide the retailers to place the best order for them, and help them curate their assortment of products. Trade shows provide so many benefits for retailers, vendors, and sales reps. Trade shows seems to be where the magic and the excitement happens. This is where relationships are built. A large volume of business is done because trade shows tend to have larger orders and a higher number of orders in a shorter period of time. Now, I know trade shows can be a big expense, and you have to weigh the cost of the success of each show. So make sure you keep an open mind to what trade shows are attended by your ideal customers. Invest in those trade shows and continue to evaluate the trade shows that are best for your business. So let's talk about some trade show fundamental topics like setting appointments, customers, and placing orders. Appointments at market is a hot topic. Sales reps and vendors want them, and most customers or retailers dislike setting appointments for several reasons. Sales reps and vendors want appointments because appointments help them plan a workload and staffing, and customers that set appointments tend to be more invested in the brands they set appointments with. This drives commitment to the customers that set appointments and helps sales reps and vendors achieve goals. Retailers set appointments with brands they know they want to see and are committed to, and brands that they know are sought-after brands. They set appointments with sales reps and brands so that they can make sure that they have someone who they can trust to help them. Some reasons buyers don't like to set appointments is because it's hard to stay on time and buyers don't like running from one location to the next. Appointments can interrupt the sales process, the flow of walking the market, and the flow of what the buyer is looking for. Because appointments are so important for everyone at market, I suggest making appointments at the beginning of the day, midday, and at the latter part of the day. These tend to be the most successful times appointments work for everyone and it doesn't create big interruptions during the day. Another important topic for trade shows is customers. Trade shows are great to connect with current or active customers and build your relationships with them. You can reconnect with dormant customers and address objections face-to-face, and they are a great place to also meet new customers. At trade shows, you should be focusing on all three of these customer types, active customers, dormant customers, and leads. Make sure with all three of these customers, you are addressing the needs that they have. So be prepared to share new information with active customers. Be prepared to address objections with dormant customers. And for leads, not yet your customers, be prepared to ask them questions about their business so you understand what is best to help their business with your brand. Trade shows are great for so many reasons, but one of the most neglected topics is trade show order follow-up. When you don't follow up with customers after shows about placing orders, you are leaving sales on the table. So whether you are following up with HFC orders or quotes, or you are following up with leads of customers that visited your brand at the trade show, the follow-up needs to happen. To help facilitate that follow-up after the trade show, you have to get organized, do the work, so make the phone call or send the email, or both, 
and then you have to stay consistent in the follow-up. You won't reach the level of success you want if you only follow up once. Sometimes the retailers need multiple reminders to get their orders in and confirm their orders. They are so busy and they need your help. So following up with them is a way to add value for them. Now I know there are many other areas that I could talk about with trade shows and we'll leave that for some more episodes. But I really do believe attending trade shows is important for buyers, sales reps, and vendors. You don't want to miss out on all the possibilities a trade show can hold. I have heard countless stories of how one or two really great orders made the show for vendors and sales reps, or a retailer found a couple great brands at the trade show that made their year, and they wouldn't have ordered from that vendor with the catalog or using FAIR. Trade shows have been a part of the gift and home industry for decades, and they hold a special magic that can't be replicated. Trade shows should be one of your sales channels. Be sure to tune in to some other episodes about additional sales channels I recommend. Thanks for joining me on this journey inside gift and home. And if you have a friend in the industry that would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.